Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. You know, uh, every week I produce uh, this podcast in in uh, M2B Lab, which is Mind Body um, Lab, which is part of my M2B uh, fitness brand um, that um, I do personal training through. I do group training. Um, I also do some of my coaching through. So, but in this is background is part of the wall of in the lab. Um, I always uh, call it the M2B lab because I have group exercise in here. Um, we, I have, I do the podcast in here. I've done uh, seminars in here. It's just a lab is a place where you do some research. You do some things that work, some things that don't work. And that is what the lab has been. But the lab wasn't always the lab. Uh, the lab sits inside Synergy Fitness, which is my gym. And, um, you know, when, when I first, it, we've been here 12 years. Uh, Synergy Fitness has been here 12 years. Um, the lab has not been here that long. It's only been here about three or four years. Um, since I came up with the concept and, and started developing and created the lab. Uh, but anyhow, when I walked into the space at Synergy Fitness, it was, I mean, it had not been occupied for some time. Um, there were broken pipes, so there was water on the ground. It was just concrete. There was just studs. Um, some, uh, s- some walls had been done, but not much. I mean, it was, a, it was a pretty rough looking place. Uh, there's only a garage door, um, where we came in at, um, eventually put in a, a glass door and all that. But when I walked in the space, I could see, uh, what it would look like as Synergy Fitness. I could see um, the rooms. I could see the equipment. I could see the people. I could see the space. As soon as we walked in, I had that that vision of what it was going to be like. And uh, my, my wife, Kim, was with me, and, and I tried to explain it to her, and she just really uh, wasn't seeing my vision. Uh, I could see it crystal clear, but yet she could not quite see it. Um, and that, that often happens when, with a vision is that we may be able to see it, uh, but the others or other people may not be able to see it. So, but today I want to talk a little bit about a dreamer versus a visionary. And, um, the difference between a dreamer and a visionary is the dreamer has his or her eyes closed. A visionary has his or her eyes wide open. And there's a big difference between the two. And we're going to kind of talk about it and kind of talk about how do we, how do we move from being a dreamer to a visionary? How do we, how do we, how do we bridge that gap? How do we, um, get to that space that, that we are a visionary? Um, you know, a dreamer, you know, with eyes shut. So a dreamer has a lot of ideas. Um, there's a lot of things going on in their mind, but there's never any follow through. There's just no, um, action taken. Whereas a visionary is someone that, that 
they might tell you, hey, this is going to happen in the future, and then spends the next 10 years on that exact course to get there. They're, they're, so what's the difference between a dreamer and a visionary? A dreamer is, there's no follow-through. There's no action. Where a visionary might see the same thing as a dreamer, but the number one difference is the visionary puts that into action. Now, it may not be uh, earth-shattering. It may not be world-changing action at the moment, but over time, it is consistent, and um, it, it becomes the vision. It, it starts to almost like clay. Uh, the, the, the artist may have an idea of what the clay, what that clay wants to, he or she wants that clay to look like. So they may be put on a spindle. They may be working with that clay and making little subtle changes just a little at a time. And, you know, if, if you're at a time lapse, it would go from just that lump of clay that might be on that, that potter's wheel, and it would uh, time-lapse into this beautiful creation, into this, this bowl or this uh, vase or whatever it may be. It, it has um, changed with, with just subtle touches of, of the creator's hand to create it into something uh, beautiful that, that maybe only the creator saw because of their vision, but their vision had to have constant action. And so you think of, of visionaries through history. Um, what about Henry Ford? Uh, Henry Ford was told early on that, that there's no way they could, could do the V8 engine and, and make that work the way it did. And, uh, he, he kept saying, you know, go back, try it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. And engineers kept saying, it's impossible. It's impossible. He said, just keep doing, keep working on it, keep working on it. And they keep coming back to him. It, it's impossible. It's impossible. It worked. But if, if, if he had stopped and listened to them and said, uh, oh, it's not going to work, but he had a vision and he said, just keep working on it, keep working on it, try different things, um, do different, all these different things. And it came about. Um, and, and then, you know, not only that, but we, I mean, what if Henry Ford never said we, we could mass produce automobiles? Would somebody else maybe done it? Probably. But what if he had just stopped with the idea of, no, that's not going to work? It, it revolutionized the way we travel, the way we get around. Uh, what about, uh, John Rockefeller? He was a business tycoon of Standard Oil, uh, back in the early, uh, late 1800s, 1870s. Um, and, you know, he was he was a driving force in the industry, and in, in 1962 he bought his first oil refinery, and he he almost single handedly revolutionized the mass market for oil. Think about that when we go to the gas pump. Um, that's really all goes back to Rockefeller. What if, what if he didn't have that vision? What if um, he was just a dreamer? How would things be different? Uh, what about Andrew Carnegie? And he, he is regarded as the King of Steel. Um, he worked, um, worked in and founded and operated U.S. Steel. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, as well as leading the, the enormous, um, the enormous expansion of the American uh, steel industry in the late 19th century. What if, what if Carnegie had not done that? Um, it ended up earning, earning him at the time the reputation of as the second wealthiest man in history. How amazing is that, that, that those men had vision. Um, Nelson Mandela had a vision. Um, you know, he was the face and the leader of the anti-apartheid movement. Um, 
what if, uh, you know, Martin Luther King, he was a visionary. You know, he saw the changes that need to be made um, in this country. What if he didn't have that vision? What if, uh, what if he did, he was just a dreamer and, and yeah, I guess we could march, but, uh, I'm pretty tired today. Uh, I don't really feel like it. Well, this came up. Oh, well, I have this meeting. What if, what if those were the reasons that got in your way? Um, are there things going on in your life that have stopped you from being a visionary? You're just a dreamer. One day I would like to. Oh, if only one day this could happen. Um, one day I'm going to do this. Oh, someday. All the, that's just a dream. If, you know, uh, as kids, sometimes we might be caught uh, daydreaming. What's that mean? We're just kind of, you know, we have a hand on our uh, cheek looking out into, out through the window, daydreaming about um, what we might be doing in the future, what we might be doing next week, what might we might be doing this weekend, what we might be doing um, after school. And and that's just because you're not taking any action. That's a dream of, of what uh, we might want to do. So we're going to talk about how do we become that visionary? How do we move? How do we bridge that gap between uh, being a dreamer and a visionary? How did, how did I bridge that gap when I walked into Synergy Fitness at, at just an empty building, um, just a shell of a building? And how did I, how did I go from that to a, um, and it, and it's a 10,000 square foot space. So it's a big space. I'm not talking about, um, 500 square feet that we had to, um, have a vision for. It, it was a big space that we had to have a vision for. And how, how did we go from just a shell to, um, the different spaces we have now and, and the different ways, um, we can utilize Synergy Fitness to give back to the community. We can, um, uh, generate revenue. We can do these different things. How do we, um, how are we doing that? And so I want to share with you, um, how three ways that we can become a visionary. Uh, the first one is you have to have a clearly be able to see the vision has to be clear. Just like I said, when I walked into Synergy Fitness, I could clearly see what it was going to look like. I could see where the equipment was going. I knew where the different rooms were at the time we were going to have. Um, I was going to have a separate place for my training. Uh, I was going to have a room for spin bikes. I was going to have a room for um, kind of like an overall, just a roundabout room with TRXs and stability balls and body weight, uh, you know, bar, uh, body bars, things like that. Um, I knew where the dumbbells were going to go. I could see where my office was going to be. Um, we started out having childcare. I could see where that was going to go. I could see where the, the cardio equipment was going. I could see all that when we walked in. And, but, but that vision had to be, uh, very clear. Um, and it needs to be so clear. Has, have you ever had a vision of whether maybe you're building a house? Maybe you have, you, you like to redo old, uh, cars. Uh, you have a vision of what you want that house or that car to look like that you're redoing. And I bet 
when it comes to the house, you can clearly explain to somebody who says, hey, what's your house going to look like? You can say, oh, man, it's going to be this many square feet um, in the kitchen. It's going to have these type of countertops. I just love these type of cabinets in the bathroom. It's going to have this uh, type of shower. Um, it's going to be this material on the counter in the shower. Um, and you just go into great detail about what it is. Same thing if you're re- redoing an old uh, classic car. You can go into all the detail about how the seats are going to look, what kind of material you're going to use, what's the steering wheel going to look like, what's the radio going to look like, what colors are going to be. I mean, you can go into all these details. Same thing is true with a vision. It has to be so clear that you can explain it to someone else and it just rolls off your tongue. Just like when you're explaining how that house is going to look. They should be able to, as you explain all the different rooms it's going to have, the space, um, outdoor seating, maybe all these different things. They can start to picture that house. What color is it? What color is the roof? Uh, when we go inside the front door, they can start to picture that house. The same is true with your vision. What is your vision? And be able to clearly explain it to uh, the person that said, hey, what's your vision? What, what's your dream? And, and they might say, what's your dream? But you know in your mind and your heart that it's a vision because you know clearly what it is. And, and then the next step is that, and this is the differentiator. You, you can tell somebody all day what your dream is and you can explain it just the same way as you just did a vision. And they may be able to clearly see it, but here's the differentiator between a dreamer and a vision is that now you must take action towards your vision. It's they, they, if it's building a house, they start to see some ground being moved. They start to see some, maybe some plumbing going in. They start to see some, maybe some concrete work. They start to see some framing. And so isn't that, if we look at just, if we just compare it to building a house, don't we start to build that up from the foundation up? We have to do our, our dirt work. We have to lay some plumbing. We have to start uh, building a frame around it. Then we start putting a roof on it to protect everything that is under that roof. Then we can start doing all the things, maybe sheet rockets, electricity, all the different things, painting, all cabinets, countertops, all the things that go into that we can start doing because now it's covered by a roof and it's, it's safer than being out in the elements. But it's taking action. It would be great to walk out into a space and say, man, you walk out into a, uh, where you'd like to build a house and say, oh, someday I'd like to have a house built right here. Ten years later, you walk back to that space. Oh, man, someday I'd like to have this house built. It may be the action as simple as you go out there and take a hoe and you start getting grass out of the way. I mean, that, that's pretty basic. Uh, you're going to use big machinery probably. But what if it just started as that small of action as getting some grass away? And then you've cleared a path and then you can, you can bring in a little bit of d- dirt. Maybe it's a wheelbarrow at a time. But you're taking action. So taking action towards your vision is going to get you closer to your vision. As a dreamer is just going to stand there and go, I wish um, I could bring in some dirt. I don't have any way to bring in dirt. Well, you have a truck and a wheelbarrow and a shovel, bring in some dirt. So we're talking about that basic of action. It doesn't have to be earth-shattering action. If you bring wheelbarrow and wheelbarrow of dirt again and again and again, what's going to happen? You're going to start to have more and more dirt. You're going to be able to spread it out. You're going to be able to start doing some things. So we, we have to um, take action. You may not have it all in place. I mean, when Synergy Fitness looks so much different today, uh, 12 years later, um, than it did day one. We, um, 
day one, I decided I was going to paint all the floor. So it was concrete. So um, after about a couple months, I realized, ooh, that's not going to work. Uh, there was dust. It was just, it was just kind of messy. Uh, so we put in carpet through the whole gym. We started with probably, I'd say a quarter of the equipment that we have now. Um, and over the years, we've added a piece here, a piece there. Um, and now, I mean, really, I have no more space um, to put equipment unless I move out equipment. That didn't happen all at once. I couldn't do that day one. Um, the the room I'm in now, which is the lab, which is um, I'm producing this podcast and and show from, was a spin room. And, you know, the floor was concrete. The wall behind me, it was actually, um, it was a red wall. Um, I think this wall was red, but uh, I thought it'd be red and yellow. And then I realized that was mustard colors. And I think this room actually was, and that didn't work out. So I was like, oh, no, we can't do that. Um, but but now uh, it's been repainted. You know, it's a gray um, pricing in previous videos. I did it on an opposite wall, and it's green. The floor is, is all rubber. Um, it looks completely different. Uh, same thing, we had another room that was um, has been several different things. It was my training room. It was a boxing room. Um, now we have circuit equipment in it. It's been repainted, has rubber flooring. Everything looks different. But none of that could have looked that way on day one. I had a vision of where I wanted it to go, but I couldn't necessarily start there on day one. So, okay, what could I do? I had some equipment, um, had some spin bikes, you know, had some paint, it, you know, did some things, but it wasn't um, 100% of what the vision was going to look like. We just started moving towards that vision. Um, and I continue to do that. I still have a vision for Synergy Fitness and we continued do, doing and working towards that. A couple of years ago, we repainted the whole gym um, to have more of a style and color, um, put up bigger TVs and and did some different things to work more towards that vision. Um, did we do it all at once? No, we did. We put some TVs up. We we did all the painting. Um, uh, not too long ago, we replaced ceiling tiles to make them a little cleaner, a little fresher. Um, Going to be changing out some lights, those types of things. But it's a little at a time working towards the vision. First, you have to clearly be able to see that vision. You have to be able to explain it clearly to others. Then you have to start taking action. It won't all happen at once, but you start taking some action towards that vision. And then the, the, the last thing, and, and I say this a lot, um, you hear me say it a lot, is consistency. You have to be able to take, be consistent in your actions towards your vision. Over the last 12 years, we've been consistent in um, updating and getting new equipment and buying more equipment. We've been consistently making changes and, and working towards that vision. And really, Synergy Fitness started um, really when I started training 16 years ago. Um, it was Synergy Training. Um, then it moved into Synergy Fitness because it was more than just training. Um, I started in a little um, 800 square foot building. Actually, it was I had I probably didn't even have 800 square feet. It was probably more like uh, 500 square feet in a sh in my dad's shop in the back um, of his house. Um, no heat, no air, uh, no bathroom. Uh, had a bird that flew around and pooped on everything. I had uh, bought some um, higher end home use equipment, and that's kind of where it started. And but I knew I wanted a little bit more. 
So I bought some TRXs. I started a few TRX classes back there. Um, bought some spin bikes. And about that time I got spin bikes. I, I moved to a little larger space, um, separated my training and my classes. And now I had AC and heat and, uh, a restroom. And, you know, it was about, uh, probably went from about 500 square feet to, uh, combined about 2000 square feet. Uh, between the training studio and the, and the spin studio and TRX studio. Uh, and then, then did that for a couple of years and then moved into a larger space, which we're, we're at now, which is about 10,000 square feet. But it all didn't happen, um, all in an instant. It's been 16 years in the process. Um, I have a vision. Um, I have a vision for Synergy Fitness. I have a vision for, um, you know, that's, that's the body part of fitness. Um, I have a vision for the, the M part, the mind part of fitness. Um, and, and I married those two together, mind to body fitness, um, M to be fit, uh, because that is, uh, where the vision is going. There's as I, as I learn more, as I uh, become more aware, I realize that there is more to just physical fitness. There's also, uh, mental wellness. There's also spiritual wellness. All these things come together and they, and they come together in M2B fitness. Um, and that's, that's a bigger vision that I have, but I have to start making these, um, little actions towards the bigger goal, the bigger vision, but I have to be consistent. So year after year, it's, it's changing things that are driving me towards my vision that I can clearly see. Um, I can clearly explain to others. I'm putting those into action. Um, yes, over the last 16 years, has there been ups and downs? You bet there has, there's been lots of ups and downs. Um, there's, there's been some really high times. There's been some low times. There's been some, um, learning experiences. Um, I wouldn't say mistakes because, um, I learned from them. A uh, mistake is something you don't, you don't learn from and you keep doing over and over and over. But I have learned a lot of valuable lessons over the last 16 years. And, and it has taught me that, um, a visionary doesn't quit, um, because they know what's possible. I know what is possible, um, through Synergy Fitness, through M2B Fitness. I, I know what's possible through those avenues that I can build and I can share um, my vision and and my greater vision. My greater vision is to impact the world. Uh, as I've mentioned before, my greater vision is to uh, speak to 20,000 people live at one time. That's my big vision. And every little thing I do works towards that vision, whether it's Synergy Fitness, whether it's M2B Fitness, whether it's a podcast, whether it's putting on YouTube, whether it's um, uh, doing talks um, in public, whether it's going to a school to do a career day, all these different things are working towards that greater vision of taking action and being consistent with it. It doesn't have to be big. Uh, just the other week, I, I did a career day. I spoke to, I think, seven or eight kids. And that seems like so far away from 20,000 people. But I have to start there. I have to, I have to work my way up to that. And if I don't take those little actions, then I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be working towards that bigger vision. And so, it, it, so I encourage you to have those big visions. And, and, and when you get there, just like uh, when you think, oh, this is the vision I had, there's going to be more because then you see, oh, if this is possible, let me see what else is possible. And those visions start to grow. And when we, when we take from being a dreamer to a visionary, we have to have a, a, a clear, uh, clear vision. We have to be able to explain what that clear vision is. We have to take action 
And then we have to be consistent with those actions that are working us towards our vision. It sounds, um, when we say it, it's like, oh, that's easy. But there's a lot of work. There's been a lot of work in the last 16 years um, working towards um, this growing vision. And I say growing because um, it does grow is when you see these certain things that are possible, then, then go, ah, there's, there's another um, aspect to the vision and you add a little bit to the vision and you can see that it's, it's going to be bigger and it's going to grow. And then you go, oh, I need to add this um, to help me work towards the vision. So I encourage you to uh, take those, use those steps towards becoming a visionary and dream all you want. Be a dreamer, but take some of those dreams and, and be a visionary with those dreams and put those dreams into play by taking action and being consistent. And hey, I'd love to connect with you. If, if you need help um, seeing what your vision is, becoming a visionary, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to, to help with you. You can go to AaronDegler.com and connect with me there um, in any way via text. Um, you can sign up for my texting community, my weekly emails. Um, there's a place where we can have a quick uh, discovery call, see what see what you need, um, see what I can help with. Uh, there's a place there where if you just have some uh, questions, you can um, send me a message and and I can help answer those. You can also has different um, coaching that I offer and, and training. So. That is a place that we connect uh, mind to body and is AaronDegler.com. So I'd love to connect you, connect with you in that way and help in any way that will uh, bring you closer to your vision. So, hey, thanks for stopping by today. And as I tell my wife, came every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com. Or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.